the volume. Oral Sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. FanDuel is the best. They're America's number one sportsbook. It's so easy to use, safe and secure. What more do you need to hear here? There's fast payouts too, as quick as two hours. What a turnaround. And there's so many different bet types as well as same game parlay bets, live betting, player props, futures. There's risk-free bets and the same game parlay bets, enhanced odds markets. There's so much more. It's fantastic. It will not let you down. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9889 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Guys, welcome to Oral Sessions. The Sessions, as I like to call it now. It sort of feels like the natural transition to me or like the natural growth of the show. Uh, and, and I love a short form. I love a nickname. I think I, I like just calling this The Sessions now. Does it feel natural to you? Am I forcing this? I like the Oralies. I think the Oralies work as well. I know. And it's funny because, I I mean, I feel like I steal everything from Armchair Expert. At least, like, mentally I feel that way because I love that show. And I think Dak Shepard and uh, Monica Padman are lovely. Uh, But they call their listeners the Cherries or the Armchairies, which is cute. But, like, what do you call them? The Sessionies? The Sessions? The Sessions? The Oralies? The Orioles? There's not really any like little short form that sounds cute for oral sessions. I mean, we could just call them the Renees. That's lame. You know, like, hi, worship me. <laughs> I'm your motherboard. Everybody love me and tell me, please. Anyways, welcome to oral sessions. I'm back. I'm back. Emilio's back. And we just figured, you know what? Why don't just the two of us hop on here? Light up these microphones. You've got a tea. I've got a tea. It's a Columbo mug. Oh my God. Look at that. I have a Santa mug. I'm in holiday mode. All of my holiday shit's out. Oh my God. I have that mug. My brother Vinny, big Christmas guy. It's a great mug, but the handle's on the wrong side. So Santa's face faces me where I feel like it should be facing out to the people. Maybe give him a little kiss. Yeah, just a little smooch. I love him. What kind of tea do you have? Uh, green. Mm, interesting. Just like a straight up green? A uh, green decaffeinated, actually. Here, what a, what the, when, where, where do you fucking let loose and enjoy your life? Where? I don't. Not I at don't. any turn am I like, oh my God, the thing you're doing sounds great. I messaged him earlier. I was like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, I'm eating prunes. Holy shit. I mean, I'm drinking a decaffeinated green tea Emilio. I have no fun in my life. Look, I was in Vegas with the Good Brothers for 48 hours. I did no type of debaucherous stuff with the Good Brothers in Vegas. Why? Nothing. Why? They made me work. But like, I don't understand what's holding you back. Like, I get it if like, you know, people want to say, like, am I nagging wife or my girlfriend, especially somewhere like Vegas? We're like, this me going out is going to lead to me getting into more trouble and it's not worth it. 
So you don't have to deal with that aspect of something unless you are hiding a wife or girlfriend from me. Clearly, I would show you her. I would hope so. And clearly you would be in the wedding party. Yes. Oh, my God. Obviously. Here's my thing, right? Like he he can never be replaced, obviously, Brody. Sure. But now in the hierarchy of my wedding party, it's you it's Biggie. Yes. And it's Vinny. That's it. What a group. That's a good group. Would you do a tuxedo, though? I will fuck up a suit all day, every day. And I've not got to dress up in a long time. Did you dress up when you were in Las Vegas? Yes. Yes, I did. What'd you wear? What'd you have? What was the look? So the whole outfit, I'm, I got really into John Varvatos in the last two months. John Varvatos does really nice stuff. I feel like um, it's really weird that I know this, but I feel like Chris Jericho's a John Varvatos guy, and I know a lot of NHL players were John Varvatos. I don't know why I fucking have that knowledge. I have no idea why I know that. John Varvatos and Celine. I can't. I can't afford a few Celine pieces. Sure. Because they're like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. It's got to be a splurge piece. Exactly. It has to be a splurge piece. But I'm waiting for the right thing. They have a suede bomber kind of cut jacket that I want. But I, I, I pull up into Varvados and I'm like, you know what? I want a black button down dress shirt. I want some slacks. I got my YSL snakeskins already. You're bougie. Oh, you know it. Come on. And, then like that's, what I, and that's what I pulled up in into Vegas with. And. That was the fit, like for for a couple of nights. Like I, I had you, a couple um, of Barbados. Did you pieces. bag any honeys or what? Not at Sam's Town. What do we call you, Deep Balling Jimmy? What's your name? Oh, they call me Balls Deep Billy. Balls Deep Billy. We got to get them on the show so they can explain that stupid nickname. I would love that to happen. But did you get any good vegan food while you were out there? Because there's some spots. Oh my God. So big shout outs to Andreas Hale and Kel Dansby of the Corner Podcast. What a sweet man Andreas Hale is. Shout out to Andreas Love Hale. Him. Love, Love that guy. Big fan of Andreas. They took me to get vegan tacos at this vegan taco spot. So I had I had grilled cactus. Mm. Yeah. I had some some concoction that resembled bira. What's bira? So bira is um oh God, and I loved it when I used to eat the meats. It is a slow cooked meat in a, and it's like a stew kind of sauce kind of thing. And then you use that in the tacos and then you like dip the taco into the beer. Oh my gosh. So it's like a French dip of tacos. Yes. It is a taco French dip. Interesting. Okay, great. There's some great vegan spots out there. Veggie nation, shout out to veggie nation, big fan. They've got a great menu. I pulled up there and then, um, the modern vegan was another spot that I absolutely adored. I, I got their, um, their version of fettuccine. Oh, cause I was craving a little pasta. I haven't had fettuccine in, in years. I love pasta. Oh my, I actually bought, I, so today, because I don't live in Las Vegas anymore during our, since our last recording, I have hightailed my ass to the Midwest. And now I consider myself not the queen of Cincinnati, but maybe like the Duchess. I really love it here. Um, I would like to somehow earn a key to the city. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. I'm not going to get shit, actually. John will get everything because he is the the returning prodigal son uh, making his triumphant return back to the Queen City. And he deserves the key to the city. And I will just, uh, you know, guilty by association, I will also go get a key cut at Lowe's. Listen, by proxy you will be the queen of the city. Yes, I will. Is there another power couple 
in Cincinnati. Confirmed there is not. Um, I've I've not really looked into it, but I know Pete Rose no longer lives here. He's in Las Vegas. Um, so with, with Pete Rose being gone, I've in Nick Lachey, I don't imagine he lives here anymore. What has he done in the last 20 years? Exactly. So I think that we are the front runners. I think that you guys have this on lock. I mean, you know, the Piccadilly kid has come home. Good. Wow. Way to jog your memory to Piccadilly. Holy shit. If I ever come visit, I want to roll through the streets of Piccadilly. Okay. So I went to Finley Market today, which is goddamn delicious. It's beautiful. They had their Christmas trees out. Um, I got some fresh pasta. I got squidding pasta and just a regular fresh spaghetti. I got uh, a bolognese sauce from this old sweet Nona. And then I went to the butcher and I got some beautiful ground beef. So I'm going to make that for dinner tonight because I'm also jumping on the Carby bandwagon. And I feel great about it. Uh, But Finley Market's great. I absolutely love being in Cincinnati. It feels like home already. I lived in Las Vegas for six years and I just never really got my footing there. I would never was like, hell yeah, I live in Las Vegas. This is my town. I've been here for like a week and I'm like, I need keys to the city. Hear ye, hear ye. You're a city chick. Like you, you like cities and shops and places that oh you can God. go and walk yes. and get your 20,000 steps in. Like that's the thing that you need. I was in Vegas and I thought to myself, Oh, I understand why she can't call this home. It's flat terrain. The mountains are beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I loved waking up and seeing a mountain in New York. We don't see mountains. No, no, no. You see street rats and, and dumpsters, but there's a charm to that. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. Especially in the summertime, a wafting smell of piss and shit. Oh, you love it. <laughs> but um, but to, to see Vegas, and I was like, oh, all right, I'm good. Then you showed me pictures of the house. Yes. And oh, then yes. I started, I started zillowing because I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll do an Airbnb out there for a month and we can really oralize this shit yes. up. Yes. That's a great idea. And I fell in love with the architecture of some of these buildings because I'm a big buildings guy. Me too. Big buildings, guys. Wood floors, high ceilings, all big building guys. (laughs) No, I'm all about it. This house has four fireplaces, none of which work. This house was built in 1880. It's old as fucking dirt. Um, There's a very creepy cellar that I have not gone into yet because I'm sure that it is haunted with the ghosts of Christmas past. And I don't really want to conjure them up just yet. I will. I will conjure, but I have not. Um, The house is just, it's perfect. The location is great. The house is awesome. I love it. I'm happy as a pig in shit, as they say. As you should be. The only thing that you could not get today, because I I seen your, your adventure, was a goddamn manicure. No, my God. Look at this. Look at this. That's not you. I know. And the thing that pisses me off is that I, so I needed a manicure before I even left Las Vegas. It was out of control. And then I rode here on a tour bus, which by the way, what a way to introduce yourself to the neighbors. Getting off there, you fucking fat bulldogs breathing on everybody. Uh, the bus driver, sweet guy, took a sec to come around. Uh, lovely man. Him, my dad, the dogs. It was a shit show, but we all unloaded the, the bus and got to meet the neighbors. Anyways, um, so my nails, I finally got them done the other day and they instantly broke. So I've not found my nail place. I went to go to a spot today, but because I have dip powder on, they wouldn't remove it. So now I'm just left with these 
scraggly ass nails. Now, do you have to remove your own dip powder? No, I'm going to have to find somewhere else that will remove it. And then I'll go back to this other place. Why couldn't they remove the dip powder? I don't understand. Because they don't use machines, apparently. It's like some, I don't know if it's this eco-friendly thing. I'm not sure what the motive was behind not using these certain tools. I know that their motto is like good, clean, fun. So it must have something to do with that. I treated myself to a Manny and a Petty a couple of days ago. You feeling good, right? Got to get those toes right. Big shout outs to Surratt because he was posting a couple of Insta stories of him getting his, his, his feet done. I did see that. I did see him doing that. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to treat myself and get this done. When they did the, the calf massage. Come on. Did you have the massage chair on as well? Of course. I did yeah, the whole I thing. Love I, I was like, chair. if this is what we're doing, <sighs> we're going. I tipped the girl an extra 20 because of Good. the calf massage. Get in there. Get in there. Hot stone me. Give me a warm a warm towel. I want the works. The whole night. Put on the sound bowl music. Let me go. <laughs> yes. Like I was. Yeah. I loved it. Then they did Let the digits. They did the digits. It's so nice. I feel I like I'm getting, pampered. yeah, it's, it, I love being pampered too. And I needed it. I kind of got my hair done. I'm venturing back towards the blonde and working towards it. Why? Brunette Renee was the wave. Okay. Here's the thing. Hear me out though. I agree. I loved being brunette, but people freak out when you want to change your hair color. They think you're having some kind of crisis. They think that you're going to hate it. And when it was first done, I loved it. But the guy that colored it only put a semi on my hair. So that means that it washes out every time you wash your hair. So, you know, eight weeks later, my hair is now this like weird in between. What are we doing? It looks like I dyed my hair with a Kool-Aid pack like it's 1998 uh, and it was not the look. So I'm working on getting it back. Um, love, there's a one of the longest standing, I believe, um, cameramen with WWE. His name is Stu. He's great. His daughter, Madeline, she uh, works out here and does hair. So she did my hair. She used to um, do makeup for WWE. She's great. Lovely, lovely woman. So she did my hair. I got my hair done. I got my nails done. I got a little fresh Botox. I'm feeling like I'm coming around. What did you, what did you put it up here? Yeah, of course. Go I had no me. idea. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to have any idea. I, I, I just thought overboard. you had a youthful exuberance no, and you I did don't. an age. I don't. No, I do not at all. I've had a child. Things are sagging. <laughs> things are slacking. I'm itching my head right now because I might have fleas. Dude, dude, I get paranoid every time. Like if I was to travel in the subway system in New York or wherever I go for like an airport, I'm wrapping the hair in a bun. I'm putting a, a, a toque, as you like to call it, over my head and a hoodie. I like to call it the impenetrable fortress because I want no critters, no lice swimming up in this shit. Like just looking at you right now freaks me out because you're scratching your head. I know. And I'm like, is it, do I just have dry skin from moving and it's cold out? Or is it the fact that we just brought home a three-month-old Doberman puppy because life wasn't chaotic enough at the time being? We thought, you know what? Let's sprinkle a fucking puppy into the mix and see how that goes. And he might have brought fleas in. I don't think so. I think I'm stretching here. I might be just being paranoid. But you know when you're like, as soon as it's in your head, everything's itchy. So now I can't stop scratching my head. Maybe it's because my hair's in a bun. I don't know. I'm not feeling good about it. Well, we'll find out in the next couple of weeks if there's fleas in your house because of this Doberman. <laughs> but I genuinely believe your body's now getting reacclimated to the cold because it hasn't, it hasn't felt cold. I fucking love the cold. I am in my element. I love the cold. This is where I thrive. I thrive 
in the frigid temperatures. I blossom in this weather. I love winter aesthetic. I got a new winter jacket that I ordered. You were just talking about Celine and YSL and uh, John Varvatos. I got my jacket off of Amazon, bitches. <laughs> and I really like it. I was going up and down like, hey, do I, I already have like a Canada goose jacket, but I was like, I need a new winter jacket. I deserve one. I just moved. Let's like spruce it up a little bit. And I was going on every single website and I just didn't find the one that I was like, that's it. So I got one on Amazon and it's honestly been doing its job. It's great. Amazon has that whole like own clothing thing that they're rolling out yes. as well. I got I primed it. It was at my house the next day. That's it. I have no regrets. You shouldn't. If it's gonna None. keep you warm so you can Midwest battle. Midwest the- Renee enjoys a bargain. I can't wait to see more Midwest Renee. Next thing you know, you're gonna bag your own moose. I might actually order a Christmas moose to put on my lawn. I'm leaning in. I mean, you did the kitschy holiday setup so far. Yeah. This house is like, God, talk about you. Know, I mean, moving is a lot of work. We all know this. But when you're moving houses, I've only moved apartments before. This is the first time of like moving houses. I mean, like we moved like when I was a kid, but that was obviously not my responsibility. So I don't really remember that much of it. This was this that then you're just like unpacking your own bedroom. Who cares? Unpacking a whole house. Holy shit. How much it is so a lot of stuff. And we threw out a lot of stuff. My favorite company that exists is Got Junk. 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Those are my guys. We keep them employed. They come to our house all the time. We get rid of so much stuff. I love throwing shit in the garbage. Like you don't look like hoarders. We're not hoarders, but it is very easy this day and age to just order shit to your house. And you're like, oh, I need that thing. Let me Amazon. It'll be here tomorrow. And that stuff can pile up because they're not all wins. Sometimes they're misses. Uh, Not to be a total dick about it, but like, am I actually going to go send this thing back to Amazon? No, I'm not. It's going to sit in a corner of my house until I decide, oh, right, I should throw that thing out. That's how stuff piles up around the house. I blame Amazon. I blame this like trigger finger on our phones, just instantly order something without really thinking it through. And then you end up with things. With big fights every week, there's never been a better time to give FanDuel Sportsbook a shot and join the action on FanDuel Fight Nights. Because right now, you can place your first bet risk-free. That's right. You're going to get up to 1000 bucks back if you don't win. FanDuel gives you so many bets to choose from. There's parlays, round props, method of victory bets, and so much more. FanDuel is the number one rated sportsbook app in America. It's incredibly easy to use. It's such a no-brainer. Plus, it's safe and secure and real quick, fast payouts. You get that money right back in your pocket ASAP. One of my favorite features. You got to stay rich, you know, keep that money in your bank account. This app is so easy to use that when you win, you actually get paid in as little as two hours. So with FanDuel in your corner, you'll always get exclusive odds boosts, great promotions, and so much more to make your FanDuel fight night even more exciting. That is why they are America's number one sports book. So sign up with the promo code Renee to bet risk-free up to $1,000 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Download FanDuel today. That is promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. 
or text next step to 53342 for Arizona. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Um, Okay, so enough about that. Oh, bullshit. I've sworn a lot on this episode and I didn't really mean to, but I'm pumped up. I've not done the show in a couple weeks. I've, I'm trying to hit a word count at this point, I feel. You're the queen of Cincinnati. You should get the word count in. I have a lot of responsibilities as the reigning queen of Cincinnati. Um, what has been going on with you? What's happening? What's going on with MLW? What, what were you doing out at Impact? Give me the scoop. Impact first, I went and recorded podcasts and vlogs with the Good Brothers because now they, they're they're YouTube stars. Oh my God. Are they bigger YouTube stars than me? They only have about 13,000 YouTube subscribers. So if okay. I, I'm We're allowed growing. to plug here, follow Gallows and Anderson on YouTube, talk and shop. Find us. We have a weekly vlog. It's uh, real interesting. So I was there filming that. And Sounds then I debaucherous. did- debaucherous. It was very debaucherous. It's like, guys, I need you to do this. Yeah, yeah, babe, we'll do it in five minutes. Two hours goes by, you know, good brother, brother in happens. Chad's a good Cincinnati boy. We were talking about Cincy. I was showing him Cincinnati real estate and he's like, bro, I'd go back to Cincinnati in a heartbeat, bro. I would be thrilled if him and Teeny moved back to Cincinnati. I'm going to, I'm going to send, I'm going to text him. I'm going to, I'm going to start sending out the, I'm going to start sending the invites. Tell them to swing by at Christmas time and just give them a feel. That's the wave. Come dip your toe back in the Cincinnati waters. Then I was uh, doing all this MLW stuff. I will be in San Diego and then Tijuana. Oh my, when are you doing that? Oh, this week. What a world traveler you are. So I'll be there. I'll do some tapings with that. Shot a really, really cool segment. Um, they'll allow me to produce certain segments now. Big shout outs to Cord Bauer. Big shout outs to Alex Greenfield, Biff Lawson. I've been working with some really cool cats, man. Casey Navarro, real young, up and coming talent. This kid has star written all over him. Calvin Tankman, Myron Reed, Alex Kane, EJ Naduka, Alex Hammerstone, Richard Holiday. I mean, I worked with the creme de la creme of come ups over the last like two months and it's been Who's on- your favorite of them who if you had to pick one if you were starting your own promotion and you could sign one of these talents who would it be oh my god that's so tough because i love each and every one of them for like specific things this is a cutthroat business emilio you get to pick one you put me on the spot i gotta go ej and duga okay there we go see guys ej and duga you heard it here first yeah, he's great he's great he's rising great. star what are his star what are his qualities that rattle them off to us tall handsome can work ridiculously in shape, family man, and Love it. loves high fashion like me. Big fear of God, Jerry Lorenzo guy. Big sneakerhead. Okay. We talk about that all the time. So he's he's absolutely incredible. So I'll be with them. We, I kind of want to book some of these characters on, on, on this podcast. We've got a show. We've got a show and we've got dates. Let's do it. I would just like to deviate briefly. Why... Are sneakers such a thing amongst uh, wrestlers in the wrestling community? What's going on? Because I don't quite get it. I think sneaker culture and just dressing up now has played catch up because for years, and you know this better than anybody, wrestlers have terrible senses of style. You don't say. <laughs> get out of town. Breaking news. Breaking, breaking, breaking. 
Who doesn't love a good thick stitch jeans? Right. <laughs> or just athletic wear and hoodies that are ripped and clothes that don't match. Like, so it's been, it's been really, really something to see like, like sneaker culture coming into professional wrestling guys like Kofi, the Bucks, Britt Baker, you know? So it's, it's nice to see, you know, these performers really starting to be like, you know what? I like this stuff. I can wear stuff other than boots and sneakers and leather jackets, brother. Well, I feel like the look for a very long time was more like cowboy boots. Absolutely. And that was something for, yeah, I mean, for quite a while. I don't know if people are like, I, I feel like Wyndham maybe still rocks a cowboy boot. I've not seen Wyndham in a while, but I feel like he was a cowboy boot guy. I feel like Bo was as well, Taylor. John had a pair. He never really wore them because they're hard to travel in. I love a good boot cut jean, but you definitely have to style them with a higher heel. And I think sometimes men don't want to really go with a higher heel on a boot. Listen, if Prince did it, get on board. That's what I'm saying. Like my YSL boots that I wore to Vegas, they have a high heel. So I had to wear a boot cut jean. So, but of, of course I went to the tailor and got them snipped a little bit too. Like I really had them form fit. This is great content. People love this stuff. Listen, we're hype beasts. This is what we do. I'm all about like fabric. You have to have good fabric, but it's good to see. I was talking again, machine gun, big sneaker guy now. Like I like he's been sending me links to sneakers. He wants to buy off StockX and Fight Club. And I'm like, brother, get the dunks. Dunks are in now. You got some Yeezys, get some dunks, put some joggers. What did I get? High top black and white dunks. You have the creme de la creme of dunks right now, honey. Okay. All right. So I, I will say I bought them. I've worn them maybe twice. Maybe I'll wear them tonight. I'm going to go to the Festival of Lights. That sounds really cute. Doesn't it? It's at the zoo here where everything's decorated uh, for Christmas. So I'm going to take my lice head to the zoo. Let the giraffes lick the lice. <laughs> Wait, I said fleas. Is it fleas or I don't know lice? what you have, but you keep on scratching your head and it's making me really uncomfortable. It, me too. But yeah. I'm just assuming that it's a dry scalp and I think you need to do like a hot oil treatment in the hair. I think I'm just going to, I'm going to go get a a fine tooth comb and have a look at it. Listen, have your in-laws just search for critters. (laughs) Could you guys come over and take a look at my scalp? That'd be great. Listen, guys, I I don't know. It's itchy. Could you, could you look? That's what family has to do for each other. That is the family move. Come look at my scalp. Oh, so I I will fill you in on this. I went on a date last night. Oh, okay. Where'd you guys meet? What was the deal? What happened? What's her? What, don't tell us her name. Um, where? What did you guys? What app were you on? Facebook dating. Is this new? I guess it is because they they said because Facebook popped up with an ad. Would you like to try Facebook dating? I was like, you know what? I will. Why not? Let's do it. This is how people meet. Now I'm not going to meet somebody at a grocery store because who eats the same shit that I do? Nobody. Nobody. Well, if you did, you would have to marry this woman. If you guys met both reaching for the same box of all brand, you would have to marry this woman. And then I would tell you, get that pantsuit ready, honey, because <laughs> dun, 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 dun. steamed and pressed. No prob. So we were talking for a couple of weeks on that thing and I forget about it. So like I, like I forget it exists. Like I have a habit of not following through. And that's one of the things that I've been working on is my lack of follow through when it comes to things that I don't find incredibly pressing. I don't find dating pressing. I, I I don't find the bullshit conversation of you trying to get to know me during the interview process to see whether or not I'm a creep or a killer. And then you can meet me because that's the thing. Now that's like these pressing fears and you have to respect that. I get it. Totally. Guys are creepy. They say weird shit. 
You open up your DM. You're probably going to get a dick pic. Nobody likes a dick pic. No, like, don't do that, guys. Listen, if don't you're do single, it. don't put pictures of your penal on the internet. Don't, don't do that. Mm-mm. So we start talking and, and we had a mutual friend. He goes to my gym and then he like put in a really good word. And the next thing you know, like she's now she wants to go on a date. Cool. We, we went on a date. We went to go see House of Gucci. Oh, how was that? It is the most ridiculously fun movie I've ever seen. Now, it's supposed to be a murder mystery, like drama thing. But there are several points where I'm laughing because of the ridiculousness of this movie. It has to deal with opulence and wealth and greed and Jared Leto in prosthetics pretending to be Paolo Gucci. I saw the trailer for that and I was like, that's Jared Leto? What? Yeah, he gets all into it, man. He's what a like thespian. Really is an Academy Award winner. Absolutely love, love Jared Leto. I like Jared Leto too. I like him. Terrible Joker, but I like him. I would disagree just because he was playing it differently and we only seen him in bits and pieces. If we had a full standing Joker film, maybe it would be different. I think in like the annals of the Joker, I think it really is. I think Heath has surpassed Jack Nicholson's and Joaquin Phoenix is right up there as well. 100% agree. Yeah, I think it goes Heath, Nicholson, Joaquin. Oh God, Joaquin was so good though. I just, I have to keep Nicholson in the top two. You have to. And then you know what? We can round it out with Cesar Romero from the Batmans with the 60s right there as well. So Jared Leto's like skimming by in top five. Yeah, no, listen, I, I understand that. But he was, he was really over the top in it. And every time he was on, I could not help but laugh. Jeremy Irons was in this. He was great. The clothes were absolutely fantastic. They were a throwback I to bet. like late 70s. How was Lady Gaga? Is there anything the Gogs can't do? I fucking love her. I think she's great. I'll watch anything she does. She's spectacular. What a what a gifted woman. She carried a lot of that movie on her back. She sang it all in it? No. I wish. <laughs> no, but there was a lot of Donna Summers and like Italian disco played through it, which was really cool. Like I like this. I, I like the diegesis that they use throughout the whole film. Diegesis. What a word. It's just to aid like like the process of the film. It's it's called diegesis. Guys, Emilio Sparks, not just a wrestling encyclopedia. He's got it all. This is why I enjoy these episodes so much. You never know what's going to be thrown out your way. Okay, so back to the date. You guys go out and you see House of Gucci. Did you get it on afterwards? Did you smooch? Did What happened? We went to, after that, I was like, are you hungry? And she's like, I'm famished. I was like, listen, I got to break my fast. Now it's like two o'clock in the morning because that movie felt like it went on for fucking forever at that point. I don't know how you stay up so late. I am so, I fall asleep at 11 o'clock at the absolute latest. Listen, you have a child and like four dogs, so you got to do what you got to do. True. So we went to go get tacos at the best taco spot ever. And it's like this small little bodega spot. And we went in and we ate tacos and we bullshitted until like five o'clock in the morning. And then I I dropped her off home, gave her a little pecky on the cheek. That's a classy move. I don't think people do that. It's either it's cut and dry. You're either kissing or you're waving goodbye. You gave a kiss on the cheek. I was smooth. That's Lovely. I like that. I don't think I've ever been kissed on the cheek in a set in a in a moment like that. You have to. It's it's amazing. It's like, hey, let me not go in and do full tongue because, you know, both of us were eating tacos. I had zucchini flower tacos with, uh, you know, they were spicy. They hit. 
you know, but I had gum and she had gum and she flossed. I flossed. This is what we do. You flossed on a date? Renee, she pulled out the floss and in the car, she's like, bang, 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 bang. She was like, you know what? I hope you don't mind this. I'm into like gum care. I was like, give me one of those. That's great. How many dates could you say you flossed together? Not that kind of flossing, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about <laughs> sharing moments. Yes. Let's floss. So you guys, would you feel that this was a connection? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I, I really, I'm not a, God, I'm really not a dater. But like, I would, I would do a date too. I would go on another one for Great. sure. All right. Yeah, maybe like a dinner so we can actually talk and, and stuff like that. The movie is a good call on a date, so you don't have to, like, talk too much. You can kind of, like, is she laughing at the parts she should be laughing? Big test. Is she getting it? It is a big test. Yeah, huge test. Well, that's nice. Mostly the dating pool, honestly, is pissy chlorine water at this point. I will say, like, it, it makes me very grateful, especially during, like, I mean, just in general, I love being married, I love being in a relationship that, I mean, John and I have a great relationship. He's my dude. Wonderful. He's my guy. Love him. Big fan. Huge. Love him. But it's nice to be in a relationship when you're like so past a point of pleasantries where like, if I, if I feel like shit, if I have gas, if I don't want to slap on makeup, it's such a no pressure situation of like, uh, this thing's happening. Got to go deal with it. But when you're dating, it's just not like that. And it is so much work. I don't think I have the energy as a human being. If I were not married and not like it, where I am right now, I don't know that I would have the energy to date. I, I'm exhausted. Right. And I'm exhausted doing it too. And I don't even do it as much as certain people. I, I, don't, I don't get it. But, you know, did you have to do the work? When you and John were courting each other. What do you mean? Like what kind like, of work? You know, you always wanted to keep up the appearance. You wanted to make sure that the eyeliner was always crispy. You wanted to make sure that, you know, the cheekbones were popping, that you had a good lip on. You wanted to smell good, look cute. Like, did you do the work? No. So there's two different ways to look at this. That one, for sure, no, because for a majority of the time that we were together, we were on the road with WWE. Like we'd be in hotels together. We'd be, you know, traveling between towns. We'd be at the shows doing Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views, whatever. So I was going through professional makeup. I would go to the makeup team and be fully done. I had on the outfits. I had my hair and my makeup done. But I am, like, I... I'm not a huge makeup person. Like I love being done up and I love feeling pretty and put together. But if I put on legit makeup around John, I can see him just like looking at me, like trying to figure out what's going on. Especially if it's like a lip that is maybe a little questionable or like if, if I am like trying too hard, he calls me out instantly. He's like, what's happening here? But when I'm like, I've not washed my hair for a couple days. I'm just in my sweats. That's the version that like, that's what he wants, which is great. It's so low pressure to be like that. But I also am like, okay, hey, but like, I should look like a nice, pretty woman for at least once, uh, once a week. In his mind, a reminder, but in his mind, the pretty woman is sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. That's when you're the prettiest. Thank you, Drake. I hope you don't take that wrong. Big shout outs to certified lover yeah. boy, Drizzy Drake. 
So, yes. you know, that that might be his ideal that version is, of beauty. That, that's what that is. Yeah, when I'm like done up or I'm like put on like a nice outfit, it kind of falls on blind eyes, I think. Like, because he's just like, whatever. He just sees me as like the the sweatpants. Like, I'm always just in workout clothes. I'm always in workout clothes. I usually, usually have on like a baseball hat. Like, I'm always just like bumming around because I got shit to do and I need to have on Clothes that allow me to do the things that I need to do. I'm usually carrying around a baby as well. She's getting very heavy. Holy crap, this kid. You can't go around full glam boots with the chicken strapped to your chest. No, no, no. My body is already crumbling under her weight. Um, So no, if I had to put on like a booty, sure. But like a full-fledged heel, absolutely not. So at what point do you stop holding the kid? Do you just put her in a stroller now at this point? A lot of times I do put her in a stroller now because like, okay, so there's a couple of things going on. One, she's heavy. It's not like she's like super heavy, but like, you know, you're walking around with 20 pounds all day and I consider myself a pretty athletic, pretty strong human being. Like I can lift heavy weights. I can get shit done. But now doing it all, like in all, I will also say Cincinnati is all hills. So I'm constantly on an incline. So my calves, my ass, they're feeling it. Hopefully there's a payoff just around the corner. But uh, yeah, it, it's carrying her around. And also she still sleeps in bed with us. So I am constantly kind of wrapped around her. Like I sleep on the outside of the bed sleep on the right side of the bed. So I'm always sleeping on my left shoulder. Guys curl around her. So my left shoulder is fucking dying. I will try to sleep on my back for a little bit. I did. We moved uh crib around to trying to like get, get her uh, situated in the bed. So it's, it's a, it's a work in progress. I mean, she has a room, right? She does, but I've, I'm like, it's hard. She's only five months old. Let's keep this in mind. She's a, a little cherubic doll. And she sleeps so well with me. And I get a great night's sleep. She gets a great night's sleep. So I don't really see the need to mess with that other than the fact that my body is crumbling. Breaking down right before your eyes. It is breaking down. Yep, it sure is. But hey, these things happen. This is what being a mom's all about, right? You just kind of take it on the chin and move on. Salute to you. I don't know if I would do it. Here's the thing that I would like to talk about, though, that is a real thing that I was thinking about this today is mom brain. So I've heard about mom brain and I just thought it was like, whatever. I just didn't think it would be a thing that affected me. What is mom brain? I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I am foggy. I feel like I have no attention span. I feel like I'm like a pretty good listener. I'm pretty alert. There's times that like people will be talking to me. I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue what you just said to me. Like it goes in one ear, right out the other. I don't know, it's just that I'm thinking about other things. I don't know. It's a it's a slippery slope though, and I'm on it. I'm slipping. Could it be, instead of having just mom brain, could it just be that your attention is dedicated to your child? Yes, but that I think is what mom brain is. Where you are so inundated with baby information. And now I'm inundated with puppy information because we got this Doberman puppy that uh, needs to be trained. He's wild. He's wild. Has he pissed everywhere yet? Yes. He pisses everywhere. He shits everywhere. Our dogs are like blue, especially blue is an angel. He's such a good boy. So having a new puppy that I'm like, oh my God, right. I've not had a puppy in a long time. And 
I mean, dogs are all different. I've never had a Doberman. So I'm like, how do I train this guy? So, but yes, my brain is filled with things of like, oh, I've got to Google this thing. Oh, I need to look up this. Right. I've got to get into the doctor to get her shots. By the way, the dogs need their shots and this needs to happen. Did anyone set up water at the house? Like it's all of these things that are running through my head all the time that I feel like my brain capacity as um, it's um, short circuited. And also don't forget to your immediate queen. And I'm the queen of Cincinnati. Radio shows, podcasts, YouTube celebrity. So like when we do the podcast is one thing because we'll hop on here. I mean, you and I just get to, you know, shoot the breeze on here as we will. If if we were doing an interview, I've got, you know, I've done some research. I'm ready to interview whoever the subject happens to be. But when I'm doing the XM show and we're doing three hours worth of content, by the end of it, I'm like, have I said anything remotely interesting? Because I think I am like skating by because my brain is just dumb right now. I'm just dumb. I'm stupid right now. And it's a, it's a crime to society. I don't think you're stupid. I just think it's you're in the middle of of a lot. House, Doberman. Oh, kid. my God. I, it's a full plate. My plate is it's it's seeping onto the table at this point. Who honestly reads books anymore, though? They don't. And I love reading and I miss reading. And so this house has this beautiful clawfoot tub and I've gone in there and I've had a bath t- once. I had a bath oh, once and I thought, oh, no, you got to soak. I know I, I do need to, but it turns into like, you know, I go to have a bath. I'll read a couple pages. So uh, I, I got the book, uh, The Mothman. I don't know, is this Mothman Prophecies or just a Mothman? Because the Mothman legend is here it's in well it's in ohio but i think closer to the virginia side so anyways i've been reading about the mothman but then i got scared because i live in an old house and i think i'm conjuring ghosts by reading these tales and then i thought i saw something fly against a wall and i like called downstairs and was like because i was going to give the baby a bath afterwards i just like popped her in there anyways the story's fucking pointless um i have i had a bath um i don't know why i was telling you about me ha- why was i telling you about having a bath oh reading because I was reading. I was reading in the book, in the bed, uh, in the bath. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it's been a great episode of World Sessions. See you guys next time. <laughs> Good God almighty. Anyways, I really miss reading. And I don't think that audiobooks do the same thing. I think you have to read them yourself. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing now. I'm reading a book now called Ripped at 50. Oh yeah, it's like a like it's like a cool book. I don't know the guy. I follow him on 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 Instagram. His name's Troy Casey because I got into like the homeopathic breath work and qigong thing with like Wim Hof, and I, I just like his methodology when it comes to like dealing with anxiety and breathing. And the guy looks incredible for 55 years old. And he wrote this book five years ago called Ripped at 50. And he talks about like eating and nutrition and sleep and like all like the pillars that should make a person a person. And he talks about reading and, you know, whatever. So like, that's what I really got into. So I've been reading about that and like what I'm eating. And then I, I, now I scheduled something when I get back from these MLW tapings, I'm going to a holistic doctor to make sure my gut work is all good. And like, I'm going to go to a chiropractor. Oh yeah. Um, I'm ready to look like Jared Leto when I'm You're going to clean the clock. Yeah. Okay. Clean good. Jared Leto's a very thin man. Let's keep this in mind. I'm not He's thin. not ripped. He's thin. Yeah. I'm not thin. I'm not thin. I mean, you are thin. Thin. But he is, he is skinny. He's just a skinny man. Right. I don't know that it's that he's ripped. He's just like wafy uh, thespian. Right. I'm not a wafy thespian. 
I'm not. So it's like, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm about like 185, 190 on the cusp of that. That's, that's a good, reasonable size, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think How it's How tall healthy. are you? I'm six foot. That's a great range to be in. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing it. I'm trying. Hey, listen, what about, what about workouts? What's going on with the workouts? Uh, I'm, I'm living at the gym. I'm squatting twice a week. I'm doing all sorts of push pull things and I'm hitting my yoga twice a week. Good for you. I'm, Good for you. I'm doing it. I don't have a kid strapped to my chest. So my core and, and my whole back is not, you're probably ripped to shit it's right now. It's a good now, workout. So I should be, I should be, but I've been eating bad. Eat the pasta, um, babe. That's the dinner tonight. Bolognese. <laughs> Give me some carbs. Are you doing, you know? the, like, are you doing squidding bolognese or are you going to do like. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to do squidding bolognese because I think the squidding should be served with more seafood. I want to like I want to have the squidding be the standout star. I think covering it in a bolognese is, is a miss. You've got to let it breathe. All right, Emilio, here's the thing. I, there's dogs losing their minds downstairs. My baby is crying. Time to go. I got to go. You got that festival of lights at the zoo. Hopefully an aardvok will lick your lice off your head. You good to go. That would be great. Oh my God, please. Oh my gosh. Honestly, get in there with your little snoot and help me out. Um, it's great to be back. We're going to have some guests lined up and we're going to knock this out of the park. We're going to show you why we have such a great YouTube and you can subscribe to that YouTube. However you want to do that, you could search Renee Paquette. You could do that. It's all over social media as well. You can follow Renee on Twitter and Instagram at Renee Paquette. You can follow me at Emilio Sparks. Help me get to maybe 10,000 by Christmas. Make that my Christmas gift. That would be a nice Christmas gift. That would be really nice. Let's keep on giving everybody. Hit that, hit that follow button. And subscribe here. You have to subscribe to this podcast. So however you listen, rate, review, subscribe. If you're a Apple podcast listener, write something nice about Renee. Give us all the pleasantries and then give us a five-star review. That's really important because once you do that, we get the computers putin and we move up the, the ranks in this thing. Oh my God. Wait, before we go, we need to talk about getting my YouTube plaque. Yes. I got my YouTube plaque. I mean, I, I, we can talk about it here, but we should do a video on YouTube. Let's, let's do it. Mine, about the YouTube mine plaque. comes in two weeks. Great. Here we go. Want to do an unboxing? Yes, let's do that. Great. Let's do we're that. Gonna, All right, we it. did it because we have a, over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube now. Got a freaking plaque, y'all. I feel so cool. You are cool. Hey, man, I'm the queen of Cincinnati. That's me. It is so good to be back. I'm going to be on this microphone interviewing some of your favorite personalities from wrestling, from film, from television, from the music world. Whatever your little heart's desire, throw them my way. Bless up, y'all. Bye.